Hi, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so pumped for the season. I have mentioned, I think, on the last episode or one before that, that this year I am going to be trying some different things. We're going to dig into not only how do we build lives that we love, how do we step into a really a life of passion, reigniting that passion. How do we live our best lives, you know, be healthier, connect with our faith, connect with other people and really connect with ourselves? How do we tap into our truest selves so that we can show up and live our best lives? And so today I'm actually going to dig into just a mini episode and we're going to talk about how walking and movement can actually transform your life. Something almost everyone can do. Uh, if you're able to move and walk. And so this is a short episode, but it's going to be really impactful. And I promise every one of you, if you're not already doing this, can do this, or we can increase what we're doing. We are going to have so many good conversations this year. We are going to talk about stepping into an abundant life and business that God has called us into. For some of us, it might just be our lives. For some, it might be that we also are being prompted to uh, step into a business or ministry, whatever it might be that really gives us a life of freedom, right? Flexibility around our families and being able to step into what our true purpose is. So I cannot wait for the season. We're going to have great guests. I'm going to have great information for you. All right. So here we go. Let's jump right in. So the first thing is, if any of you have seen over the last, I don't know if it's been two or three months, the documentary on Netflix or read the book, but it's about the Blue Zones. It's called Living, I think it's called Living to 100 or something similar to that topic. But one of the things that they show across many different cultures is that people that live the longest tend to always be moving as they get older. And it doesn't mean that they're all walking far distances, although many of them are, but they're moving, they're working in their garden, they're doing um, some sort of uh, maybe a Tai Chi or some other thing. Okay. So that's the first thing is it helps with longevity, but it also helps so many other areas. It helps us cut our risk of obesity or helps us lose weight. It lowers our health numbers, our bad health numbers, like lowers our blood pressure. It increases our heart health. Uh, it's it's just good for so many things. It obviously is allowing blood to pump through all of our body. It's even good for our memory and it's good for our minds. And so I'm going to give you some data on this and talk to you about how it's impacted my life in the last year as well. All right, so here we go. So the first thing I'll just say is my whole life, I mean, even in high school, I ran cross country. And then throughout my life, I've run some. I'm not a daily, my whole life runner at all. And I haven't run for the most part in two years. I've I've mostly been walking. I mean, I can run a little bit, but I've just not, it has not been a priority for me. I prefer walking. It's just calming, de-stressing, and I go for a lot longer. And so that's where I find myself is mostly walking. Although I do want to add in, a little bit of jogging this year. So here's what some of the studies say, that even if you're somebody that can fit in 10 minutes of walking a day, it can add years to your life. Some of the studies say it can add just 10 minutes a day, can add two years to your life. And let's see, JAMA was the study that said 10 minutes of walking a day adds years to your life. But another study, and it was in the Lancet, said that Every every additional amount of steps that you take per day, and we'll dig into that, it decreases your mortality. Okay, and Dr. James Danico Latani, I'm sure I said that wrong. 
he digs, he breaks that down a little bit easier for us to understand, but from that study. And it says, for every thousand steps you walk above 4,000 per day, it reduces your risk of dying early by 15%. In any walking between 6,000 and 13,000 steps a day, cuts your risk of dying early in half. So walking can literally save your life. And maybe you're thinking, I literally have no time or it's winter. How am I going to fit in thousands more steps? But even two minutes of walking after dinner, Dr. Mark Hyman shares this data point on his uh, Instagram. He shares that even two minutes more of walking after a meal helps our blood sugar, helps lower our blood sugar, and it helps our overall health. And I guess that data was in sports medicine from a meta-analysis of all different reports that they looked at. So even if you can only walk for two minutes after a meal, or even if you can only walk one minute at a time, it adds up. If you get up from your desk and you walked in your building or around your office building or around your house for one minute, even in your house, but just set your timer for one minute, you do that 10 times, you've already just hit 10 minutes. And here's the other thing. It doesn't just add years to our life. Like I said, there's a lot of health benefits like lowering lowering our stress improving our blood pressure, improving our waistlines. And then there's another study. um, And if that's not enough reason for you to get out and walk every day, then here's another one. The University of British Columbia, they found that regular um, aerobic exercise, so walking, but it could be swimming, stair climbing, tennis, it could be um, squash, uh, it could be pickleball, dancing, but anything that's getting your heart moving or pumping and you're starting to sweat, right? So it's it's like that, not just standing still and doing um, stretching or weights. Those are important for lots of reasons too, but that's not what this study was talking about. But basically by doing that, so just walking, uh, it says walking for one hour twice a week increases the size of your hippocampus, campus, hippocampus, excuse me. That's where our verbal memory and learning um, is at. So we're literally helping our learning and our memory. So that's also very protective as we get older, right? So people that move, it's not just about us physically being able to do things, like be able to move and um, use our bodies for just all the things we want to do in life. It also helps protect us, you know, or there's a higher chance of protection from the diseases that we can get as we age, the uh, neurodegenerative diseases. And so this is such good news that anyone can do this. It's free. You can do it anywhere, inside or out, or at a gym that has a walking area. And for most of us, you either just decide, I'm going to do a 10-minute walk every day, or twice a week, I'm scheduling in an hour walk with a friend. For me, what I find is wearing a watch that tracks my steps. I'm wearing the Fitbit. I think it's the Versa, but I mostly have it for the step tracking and then you know just the time and some other basic info on it. I'm not using it like as a smart smartwatch. But that motivates me because my goal currently, or I should say last year, my goal from the summer through the end of the year was to average um, between 12 and 15,000 steps a day. And most months I hit that, I hit that, I was about 14 to 15,000 steps a day. That's the average. And so some days I was less, you know, I was under 10 on occasion, but some days I was at 20, 20 or 25,000 steps a day if I was real busy that day and I was moving a lot. But my goal for this year, it's similar to that, but as it warms up, I will try to increase that number. And if you're wondering how how many miles is this we're talking about, 
On average, someone walks between 2,000 or 2,500 steps to hit a mile, or 10,000 steps for a lot of us would equal four to five miles. And once again, this depends if you're actually walking, stepping, not just standing in the same place and your foot moves back and forth, back and forth. You're still, you're still getting distance doing that, but it's not the same. Your step's not the same. But so this is um, what we're talking about. So really for every 2,000 steps, on average, you are, or you can say 2,500 to be safe, you are hitting a mile. So some of the numbers I shared with you before, you know, so for instance, walking uh, anything over four. So like if you walk 5,000 steps a day, that's still considered lower than they recommend. They say that we should really try to get up to 10,000 steps a day if we can. But walking even 5,000 steps a day, that's basically two and a half, um, you know, two to two and a half miles uh, that we're getting in. And so this is very doable. And so for me, even though, yes, I've been active a lot of my life in the last, I, I don't know, two or three years, I had, you know, I had gained some weight and I was active. I was walking, but I wasn't as committed to walking every day. Like if things got busy, I would sit at my computer more than I should, meaning that I was being sedentary. And I had, I, I go through phases. Sometimes I'm doing more physical, you know, like weights and some push-ups and things like that. And other times maybe I got, uh, you know, a little bit slacker or lazier on that. I wasn't as disciplined. But when I added back in walking every day and just a couple minutes of exercising per day, so not, I'm not talking much. Most of my time was spent on walking and then a tiny bit, maybe five to 10 minutes at most was doing a couple exercises and maybe a few movements or stretches. But over that time, I've definitely, you know, been, um, trimming my waistline, well, trimming multiple parts, right? Like, um, my chest area and things like that. My arms are firming up. And so, it was very easy for me to implement. I was already walking. I just stepped up how much I walked per day, which just meant that I paid attention to how long I'd go on a walk or how regularly I would go on the walk. And so this, like I said, this is something that all of us can do. If you struggle to do it on your own, the two recommendations are either pull up a, start listening to other podcasts, you know, have them ready to go on your phone or have music or a streaming music on your phone that you enjoy so that you're excited and it goes by quicker. I tend to walk the same route or similar routes by myself. And then if I'm with a friend, uh, I'll go a lot longer. So I would either say, listen to podcast, put on music, or find a friend that can walk with you. Now, most of us, a lot of us, I guess, we may not have somebody that can walk and match our schedules every day. So usually as it's warmer and it's light out longer, I tend to walk with a girlfriend or a couple girlfriends a couple times a week. But at this time of year, it's January, I might only walk with a girlfriend on the weekend or if it's a day off so that we can take an, a long walk, an hour, hour and a half or longer. So I have to go the other days by myself, which I have no problem with. Or some days, of course, I'm taking my dog. Other days I'm by myself. And so this is it. Movement is so important for our health and for our well-being. It's both mentally, physically, and emotionally protective and has so many health benefits. So I hope for those of you that aren't walking that you will put on your walking shoes and step out the front door. Or like I said, if it's freezing, cold, and snowing, you can literally walk in your house. Just do laps. You know, there's lots of people I know that go up and down their stairs and do a lap through their house, but just do it for enough time to get the health benefits. 
And I just want to wrap up today's episode with this statement that Dr. Living Good shares. And he is Dr. Blake Living Good. And you can follow him on Instagram. It's just Dr. Living Good. But he says, if you lose your health, everything stops in this life. You can't do you, be there for your family, do your job, and live out your purpose if you're sick or dead. Seriously, guys, we've got to put our health and our wellness at the, you know, at the top of our list with our faith and, you know, showing up for the people we love. But we have to show up for ourselves and we have to get healthy so that we can be around and that we can help care for us so that we can then care for other people around us and that we can take care of ourselves. And I just want to mention two things real quick as I wrap up. The first is if you're not already on my email newsletter, go to kristenfitch.com and sign up because you guys, I'm going to have so much good content for you this year about all the things, all the different areas of our lives that we just want it to work. We want freedom. We want to step into defining life on our terms. We want to deepen our connections and our faith. We want to step into more wellness and more wealth. And so sign up, go over to kristenfitch.com. The next thing is, if you're looking for an encouraging gift to give to somebody, maybe it's a teacher, a family member, a tween, daughter, uh, maybe you need encouragement in your own lives, head over to my website and under courses and shop, I have my affirmation card sets or packs. I have ones for teachers. I have ones for new moms. I have ones for um, aspiring entrepreneurs. I have ones for people going through a season of loss or grief or a cancer diagnosis so many things. And then I also have a Valentine's family um, fun uh, pack basically to help you bond with your family and spend more time together in a digital free way. So go check those out. They're great for Valentine's Day, Teacher Appreciation Day, Mother's Day, Easter, and so many, or just to say you're thinking of them. So go check those out if it's of interest to you. And until next time, have a great day. Thanks again for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts so that more people can discover the show and connect to our community. 